0: Have you ever seen one of those movies where it's usually an army movie, usually a fight? It might be cowboys and Indians. It might be Americans and World War I or Two or whatever. And they're completely surrounded. And they're outgunned and they're outmanned. And then the cavalry comes and saves the day. But before the cavalry comes, a lot of good soldiers die. A lot of good people die. And that's kind of how COVID-19 is right now. Even in the smallest of places in the United States, hospitals are being stretched to their max, and a lot of good people are dying. But in the middle of this, science has now brought us treatments, two new monoclonal antibodies that were approved as therapy against COVID-19, approved by the FDA. The same medicine was given experimentally to President Trump on October 2nd and later to former Governor Chris Christie and Secretary of Housing Ben Carson. All of those men credit this new therapy with saving their lives. Is this a magic bullet? Well, maybe. My name is Dr. Terry Simpson, and this is Your Doctor's Orders, dedicated to busting myths and spreading science virally. What are monoclonal antibodies? For simplicity's sake, I'll use a metaphor. Think of it this way. There are spider webs that attract and trap very specific types of bugs. That's what the monoclonal antibody is. It travels through your bloodstream, and when they come in contact with the SARS-CoV-2 virus, the antibodies stick to it, immobilizing the virus much like a spider's web immobilizes its hapless prey. I mean that sounds good, right? Shouldn't we all get that therapy? And if this is the one responsible for allowing Trump to get all these other politicians recovering quickly, is this a golden bullet? Well, maybe. But first, let's, let's name these particular treatments that sound so promising. Bamlanivibab is the name of one of the monoclonal antibody treatments. Yes, I had to learn how to pronounce that. This is what a university education will get you. But if you want to pronounce it and sound erudite, start with the last three syllables. Nivimab. Emphasis on the nih. Kind of like the knights who say nih, Nivimab. It actually sounds like a biblical city. The city of Nivimab. Someone was probably turned to stone there. And then add to the front of that Bamla. BAMLA sounds like the Flintstones. So Flintstones meets the Bible, putting it all together, bamla Regeneron is the name of the other monoclonal antibody. But now that you know how to pronounce BAMLA-nivimab, a name like Regeneron seems just quaint. And no doubt the reason that you'll hear more about Regeneron than you will about BAMLA-nivimab. Nivemap. right, enough about names. A monoclonal antibody is an antibody that is produced in a laboratory. And these man-made antibodies are similar to the antibodies that all of you make, and you will make if you're ever exposed to this virus. In fact, these monoclonal antibodies were initially made from the blood serum of some of the first people to survive COVID-19. Don't mistake that this is the same as convalescent plasma. Convalescent plasma also uses blood from a patient who's recovered from COVID-19. And it turns out that convalescent plasma, while receiving a lot of press early on, simply hasn't been effective against COVID-19. Monoclonal antibodies, however, are. Part of the reason plasma may not be responsive, convalescent plasma, is because a lot of people just don't have a good natural antibody response against COVID-19. But these monoclonal antibodies are different than that, and better, because they have a high degree of specificity against the virus that causes COVID-19. Now, I spent all that time telling you the cool names of the therapies themselves, but I neglected to realize that this might be the first time you've ever heard the term monoclonal, so let's kind of unpack that. Monoclonal, meaning all the antibodies produced in the lab for this treatment are the same, hence mono or one. Clonal, meaning they're all clones of one another. Think Clone Wars with all those white soldiers, but these monoclonal antibodies can actually shoot and hit their target every single time. These therapies go after the same bad thing, which is a protein on the surface of the virus that causes COVID-19. That is surface protein is what allows the virus to be able to unlock and get inside your cells where the virus then forces the cell to make copies of the virus. So what about your natural antibody response? After all, your body and mine make antibodies all the time. It makes specific antibodies to whatever pathogen it encounters. It's kind of a normal part of a healthy immune response. But before your body can make any particular antibody, it has to be either infected with the pathogen first or vaccinated. When you're infected, you get an infection. It's kind of a bummer. And your body begins to make antibodies against that infection because this is the way. All right, I've seen maybe a little too much Mandalorian, but this is the way our body fights disease or one of the ways, and we clear out those bugs, be they a virus or a bacteria or a parasite, with those antibodies. That's one of the ways we do it. Vaccination is a shortcut in that antibody response that lets you skip the pesky and potentially deadly being infected part. When you get vaccinated, we give your body a taste of those bad bugs. So typically a vaccine injects you with a killed virus or killed bacteria, sometimes made with live virus that's been inactivated so you don't get the bad infection. But Usually, like with most influenza vaccines or flu shots, the virus used to make that vaccine is dead. So, no, when you get a flu shot, you're not going to get the flu. That dead virus or part of the virus is enough to kick your body's immune system into action, and it starts making antibodies. Now, antibodies are made by the white blood cells of your body. They're called plasma cells or leukocytes, and these white cells have a memory meaning that they remember the antibody that they make. They remember that foreign invader. So if they encounter it again, they work like tiny little factories spinning the spider webs of antibodies against that particular bug that they have that memory for. So let's say you've been vaccinated against COVID-19. And now it's years later, you're at a party and you're exposed to COVID-19 from someone who just didn't get the vaccine. Silly anti You inhale the SARS-CoV-2 virus, it gets inside you, it starts to produce, and soon enough, one of those little viruses comes in contact with a white blood cell, and that white blood cell says, wait a second, I remember you, kind of like uh, a bad date. And that white blood cell starts to make antibodies, and more antibodies, and more antibodies, much faster, and this is the key, than the virus can copy itself. Now that your body is flooded with all of those types of antibodies, Those little spider webs that stick to the virus, the virus starts getting trapped. And when they're trapped, they can't get in your cells and cause infection. You don't even get sick. Or if you do, you overcome it very, very quickly. Kind of pretty neat. But antibodies only stay in our bloodstream a short period of time, which is why they depend on those spiders or white blood cells using their memory to know when they encounter something bad. So sometimes you will hear about vaccines, and we'll talk about this more in another episode, providing good memory T cells. All right, let's get back to the monoclonal antibodies, because these are made outside your body without a white cell. They're made in a laboratory. So all web, no spider. Remember the spiders, the white cell making the web of antibodies. These are all antibodies. There's no white cell involved. So here's how it works. Someone develops COVID-19, gets symptomatic. They're given these antibodies by an intravenous line. And the idea is those spider webs, those antibodies, catch all the virus and you get healthier faster. It isn't as good as a vaccine against the SARS-CoV-2 virus because a vaccine will allow your body to make its own antibodies and probably faster. And the vaccine's a lot cheaper. See, the monoclonal antibody injections cost about two grand, and the vaccine probably won't cost you anything, or maybe 30 bucks. So, do the monoclonal antibodies work? No, they do. But they're designed to be given before you get sick enough with COVID 19 to be hospitalized. Because once you have a full blown infection and are sick enough to be in the hospital, these antibodies just aren't as useful. By that time, the infection has just gotten out of control, kind of like a forest fire that's already done a lot of damage. But had you been vaccinated, it would have never gotten to that point. So let's go back to that bit. Monoclonal antibodies are best used for people before they get too sick. Until we have a vaccine, this is the best therapy we have. The vaccine will teach our white blood cells to make antibodies against the virus, But these monoclonal antibodies are kind of the next best thing. Where we find monoclonal antibodies useful are in high-risk individuals. You know those people who are at higher risk if they get COVID-19, they're at higher risk of being hospitalized and dying. Those are people that are older, people who have diseases that make them susceptible to COVID-19, like obesity, high blood pressure, diabetes, high cholesterol. That's why Donald Trump was a good candidate. He likely ticks most or all of those boxes, regardless of what his physician tells us in an annual checkup. And he was just starting to get sick when he received Regeneron and Bamlanivimab. So today, as of now, you can get the same treatment. The therapy is designed and approved for people who are starting to show symptoms of COVID-19, but not sick enough to be in the hospital, but still at high risk. So typically, older than 65, maybe 50 pounds or more of weight to lose, and they become COVID positive. If you have that and you get sick, you may be eligible for this. So this isn't just a quick shot. You come in, get an intravenous line, and it takes a couple of hours to fill your body with these antibodies. And then they have to monitor you for a couple hours afterwards to make sure you don't have a bad reaction from the therapy. So you know, it probably cost you half a day. But it's not a quick little shot in your doctor's office like a vaccine will be. Monoclonal antibodies are not something that's new. We have used them before with other disease processes. In fact, we've used monoclonal antibodies to attack some cancers. And it's also for people whose immune system is fighting them like autoimmune diseases like rheumatoid arthritis or lupus. We've also used monoclonal antibodies for people who've received an organ transplant and their body's rejecting that organ. And there are other monoclonal antibodies being developed to treat other conditions. But we know there's side effects to monoclonal antibodies. We know there's allergic reactions, there's vomitings, there could be rash, itching, more serious ones. Which is why after you get the infusion of monoclonal antibodies, you need to be carefully monitored for a couple of hours. So until we get the vaccine, and the vaccine is widely distributed, monoclonal antibodies are our best frontline protection against COVID-19. And even after we have the ability to vaccinate people against the SARS-CoV-2 virus, some people will still get COVID-19. Because... Sadly, not everybody's going to get vaccinated. And they will need, especially if they're high-risk, monoclonal antibody therapy. So what about vaccines? Well, I'm going to save our latest vaccines for our next episode. And I couldn't be more excited they're coming. Today's monoclonal antibody treatments for COVID-19, it's just amazing. I mean, think about it. In less than a few months, we made them. We tested them on a lot of people. And while they're not a magic silver bullet against COVID-19, they play an important role. Now, we have a lot more dark days before we see the dawn of that COVID-19 vaccine. And even if it's approved by December 10th, as we think it will be, the distribution has to ramp up. The production of the vaccine has to ramp up. So monoclonal antibodies will play a very important role in keeping people out of the hospital, especially those who are vulnerable and at high risk. And if you've seen the news today, you know that hospitals are straining with COVID-19 patients. So next episode, I'm going to talk about vaccines, how they work, and why I'm excited about this particular science and technology. Until then, think of this. We're entering the worst days of the COVID-19 infection. More people are sick from COVID-19 than ever before. More people will get infected. 12% of the people who get infected will end up in the hospital. 1% to 3% of them will die. The death rate will continue to skyrocket. It is a race between this virus that survives by going from person to person and a vaccine. As much as science has found answers and the pharmaceutical industry is manufacturing these therapies, way too many people have died and will continue to die But imagine this, if you will. Imagine if we didn't have science, if we didn't have this as a therapy, if we didn't have vaccines coming, then by next year, COVID 19 will have caused more deaths than the 1918 Spanish flu. Without a vaccine, by mid 2021, COVID 19 will be the number one cause of death in the United States more than cancer and heart disease combined. COVID-19 is currently the number three leading cause of death in the United States, but no one wants to see it hit number one or even number two. It's amazing that science has gotten this far with these treatments. We're on the verge of a vaccine. We have monoclonal antibodies. So go hug a scientist or uh, we we'll give them a thumbs up from an appropriate distance away. Next episode... COVID-19 vaccines, the most exciting new technology almost ever. So thank you for listening to Your Doctor's Orders. And while I am a doctor and a virologist, I am not your doctor. And you should always seek the advice of a trusted, licensed medical provider, like a real one. But here's this doctor's advice. Until we implement this technology... When you go out, wear a mask. Otherwise, stay home. Wash your hands a lot. This podcast is a part of Your Doctor's Order's network and is produced and distributed by Simpler Media. My executive producer is the talented hand-washed mask producer girl from Producer Girl Productions. The same who produces Eat My Globe podcast, which if you like the history of food, you can listen to my buddy Simon the You can follow me for more information and snarky tweets on my Twitter account, where I am at Dr. Terry Simpson. That's T R Terry Simpson. Until next time, don't drink the water, drink the scotch. Hey, Evo, I finally have an excuse to miss all of those holiday parties with bad food, cheap booze, and crazy people. But again, I did throw the best parties. You threw epic parties, Doc. When are you moving back to Phoenix?